0: is it going
1: yes
2: <laughs> okay
0: now it's going sorry I'll cut it uh, out. it's fine <laughs> no i think we should leave we'll it get in. that
2: in post <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right,
0: listeners of the doug zone i want you to know how much we care about you and what we've done which is to say that we've dragged our current guest michael deebs of the benzo rehab dungeon kicking and screaming back onto the doug zone after the first two hours he graciously recorded with us were lost to time uh
1: it's so sad that there will yeah. be two episodes that no one will ever hear. They were good it, episodes. It, it, they were very good. What happened was they just squished all of the audio and played it over itself every time he joined. So at mm. the, fir- the first five minutes were just everything Michael said <laughs> at once. It played over itself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just had, to, uh, just had to try and guess what that meant as time went on.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and then the rest of the episode was me and Matt, like, being silent for, like, 30 seconds and going, like, ha-ha, right.
0: (laughs) Nice one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was Uh, not listenable, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, due to, well, the people don't know about this, Zencaster, to keep us quiet from exposing Mm -hmm. them for their racism. We called them out for it last time. (laughs) We're calling them out for it again. We're now moving to a company that I assume has never done anything wrong, Skype. Uh,
2: Microsoft,
0: yeah, yeah, Microsoft, famously a good company run by good people. Uh, What's the Gates Foundation up to, everybody? I have some concerns, but anyway, uh, we're joined by Michael Deebs of the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Michael, hi.
3: It's
0: a pleasure to have you on. How are you today?
3: Doing okay. I really wish you'd put the gun down. I'm sorry (laughs) I didn't do my lines right last time.
0: Yeah, just beads of sweat rolling down my yeah. forehead. I said, I'm like, more energy, Michael. Uh, <laughs>
3: you haven't convinced me yet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, so back again after so long away, which is to say, uh, peek behind the curtain, two days or three, three days.
1: Yeah, uh, Not long. Yeah,
0: not long. Recorded some heaters, but we're hoping that these ones will be just as exciting and energetic. And <laughs> I have high hopes. Uh,
1: yeah.
3: Um. Yeah. I was. I was gonna say. Uh. This time I'm not on horse tranquilizer, so that's a positive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I have. That to was ha-
1: really what. It, what I'm covering up for when I say we were having audio. issues. Yeah. <laughs> was a, me and Matt had to call the cops several times. Because we were worried, and we he had to got the address.
0: We had to do <laughs> wellness checks on him. Which is like, Yeah. <laughs>
1: like,
0: all right. If you look through the window, you might see a poster. Um. <laughs> Um, but, but I, I do, I do have to say, uh, I don't
3: necessarily have a heart out tonight. Um, but, uh, uh, given that I just found out Alex Jones has two years of leaked uh, text yes. messages, uh, people oh. may be looking for uh, me and, um, it, it's really just a matter of time of whether or not they they have found our have communications. You,
1: Matt, have you not been on Twitter today?
3: No.
0: So yeah. Full
3: disclosure, Matt, I spent five hours driving home this out
1: on, on Mike.
2: Yeah. Okay. So his
1: lawyer actually sent to on accident to the people that were suing him for the stuff he said about Sandy Hook sent the contents of his phone.
2: Oh. Like the no. entire
1: contents of his phone.
0: Alex Jones text messages on Sandy Hook revealed by lawyer at trial. Oh boy.
1: He just revealed everything.
0: Man, these are wild. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've, I've got a theory about this, uh, which, which I didn't intend to bring up. I, I was more making a joke that Alex Jones and I have been in communication, and I might be facing legal charges
0: soon. But um, I've said it before; I'm not ashamed of it. Dream guest for this podcast.
1: Uh, <laughs> Even but, more so now.
0: Yeah, as we say. <laughs> yeah, he, you see big, all the f- texts I sent him saying, "Alex, please come on the Doug please. zone. Please, please answer your phone. I know you've read it." Um, so,
3: uh, yeah, um, I've got a theory about this, which is that, uh, Alex Jones knows he's fucked, right? There, there's no mm-hmm. real way out of it. So Pretty clear shut case that, that like he uh, was doing big lies and stuff. Um, my theory about this is that his lawyer is going to try to play the incompetence card, uh, basically, uh, so, so that when, uh, the court rules against him, he can appeal it under, under the grounds that he had, uh, uh inadequate, wow. uh, representation.
0: Oh, um, I got
3: you and just kind of dread like he's going to probably face uh, consequences one way or another. But this is like clown show level bullshit where like his lawyer doesn't even understand like what discovery is at some points. And <laughs> um, I mean, if if you've taken the bar, you at least fucking know that if I as an illiterate podcaster know that a lawyer of any <laughs> of any regard knows what discovery is and like, yeah how how the basic functions of the trial would work
0: yeah that's Um, pretty rough um yeah yeah. i man what a guy alex jones and yeah it is that is i i've seen people do that before right where it's like i know i'm gonna lose this we're just gonna appeal we're gonna find as many like weird things we can do to make this case Mm -hmm. something we can appeal that's
3: Um, what good old gillane maxwell did with with her case was you know, yeah. one of the jurors jurors turned out to have been like molested as a kid or whatever. So it was like, oh, we better throw the whole case out because, you know, he, he's got he's got a, a, a bias against
0: child molesters. <laughs> yeah, which is so crazy.
3: That right? was like, imagine
1: such an insane.
0: Yeah, like imagine take. being on her defense team and like going like like you you hear that one of the jurors has been molested. You all like do fist pumps and high five each other, and then you yeah. go home to your family and you think. Yeah, I shouldn't kill myself. I'm not a no. person for this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> a fascinating mind, I must say. Listen, this uh, is the stuff good
3: people do. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'm really I'm on the right side of history. I think
3: it the is, uh, the yeah. money probably makes it go down a little yeah. bit easier.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it is insane to be like this person is biased against and then. Something as like reprehensible and like elite, shouldn't they be biased yeah, against yeah. illegal things? Isn't that the point?
0: This person's biased against murder. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> this person. I hope
0: so. Now I'm just this imagining. This person's
1: biased against. I w- can't think of anything more heinous than child molestation. I'm be just. It's like I'm trying that... to and it's not working.
3: I'm I mean, I
0: mean just imagine. Of, uh, oh. To kill a mockingbird. But. Yeah. uh. In... <laughs> It's just a bunch of pedophiles standing outside as Atticus Finch walks down. It's like, take off your hat, boy. That's a man walking by.
2: Also, <laughs> I have some
0: candy in my van. Please come join me. Um, <laughs> I was I was thinking of using the
3: argumentation at like the Hague or something like that. Like,
2: <laughs>
3: Your <laughs> Honor, I have to appeal to <laughs> I had to appeal this decision. Uh, everybody involved with this trial is very against uh, uh, war crimes. Uh, <laughs> I there's there's no way they, by they can peers. be. In, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other Nazis.
0: Only only out. war
3: criminals on on the jury, please. <laughs>
0: That would be really funny, like a trial by a jury of your appeals, so it's like Ted Bundy and John Wayne Gacy sitting in the jury's booth.
3: Uh, They're just critiquing your form more than anything else.
0: <laughs> it's sloppy. That's my biggest problem. There's no creativity to it.
3: You're supposed to change it up every couple of murders, so, they, so, so it lasts longer, buddy.
0: <laughs> Rookie mistake. Is there yeah. just Imagine getting heckled by the serial killers on the jury when you're on the stand.
3: Right, yeah. I mean, that's almost worse than being punished, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Frankly, that's punishment enough. If I was the judge, yeah. I'd just let it I go. I think
3: I've served time. my time, Your Honor.
0: <laughs> <laughs> after being so thoroughly dressed down by John yeah. Wayne Gacy, I'm sure that you have seen the error of your ways and will be a much Gacy, more effective serial killer going
3: forward. Gacy
1: in the clown suit, heckling you? <laughs> yeah
0: dressing dressing
3: down by gacy is also a good uh, oh good no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um and, and that's exactly what the youtube headlines would like read, right like in all caps john gacy dresses down uh serial yeah. killer Michael would there
1: D. be would there be like <laughs> fan cams for every member of the jury i
0: mean would I, it I be would like the so.
1: deaf heard trial <laughs> but yeah, i was say, I mean,
0: there's already like fan cams of like ted bundy if you go to like the right part of the internet yeah, um, that's great. Which is crazy to me. But, you know, mm-hmm. Tumblr and its consequences, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, should have never been made. Should have never been. The Internet should never have been made. I shouldn't. I sh- In in a perfect world, I wouldn't know either of you. And I say this lovingly, of course. <laughs> uh, but I appreciate that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I would never have had the opportunity. There um, would be
1: no Doug Zone in the perfect world. Be no
0: Doug Zone, yeah. yeah. In a yeah. perfect world, the Internet wouldn't exist, but somehow the Doug Zone would.
3: Um, the, Doug the, Zone and, of <laughs> the Doug Zone and the Benzo Rehab Dungeon are necessary evils.
1: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. um, we're the only the only <laughs> podcasts that exist. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yep. Don't look it
2: up. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're the, <laughs> uh, yeah. we're the Joe Rogan experience to your Chapo Trap House, the two most important podcasts in the world.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. <clears throat> went on vacation in the time since we last spoke that was fun uh
1: very nice
0: you see i'm just trying to go
3: dox yourself uh
0: yeah actually i I will uh my family real real original uh a bunch of italians we visit the jersey shore every summer Um, i love
2: that damn i
0: think our second ever episode of the dug zone was recorded from uh a hotel room out there in uh in jersey right next to atlantic city uh,
1: the pre-video
0: days yeah pre-video days we watched like that video of doug like going around at the harry potter book debut where his oh, eyes are wow. Growing. um yeah did yeah. that bring you back yeah it uh, did yeah i had to go back and look for it so i was like i know i recorded somewhere while i was at the beach um but it was lovely izzy came with me shout out to izzy
1: shout out to uh, izzy
0: yeah, honestly, that's all I really or had to being say. being about...
1: your scribe while you were in the car? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> while, we were, while we were driving home today, uh, Michael and Joe and both of you and the audience, uh, Izzy was sending all my text messages while I was, like, speeding down the highway, like Hunter S. Thompson preparing to write, like, you know, a, a fine book, a pretty good book. Uh,
1: An all right book.
0: It all circles back to Johnny Depp, but um...
1: <laughs> it always does.
0: It's crazy that those two were friends. Am I the only one who's like weirded out by that? I'm probably not. My guess is if I did any Google searching at all, I would find out that I'm not. But
3: still. They probably had the same connection. Um. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And we'll let the listeners at home decide what that is.
1: Uh, It's We
0: have have never
1: accused anyone of anything on this podcast, you know? And yeah well, please I don't to listen that way.
0: please don't listen to any episode <laughs> yeah. ever
3: yeah uh, i was gonna say I, I really hope that's not true because that's like the only fun part about podcasting is like,
0: <laughs> the basis am, I doing, am i doing
3: slander here yeah yeah i, don't know. <laughs> Maybe.
2: Yeah, I was
0: gonna say i like the i like the idea of a podcaster like writing you know think peace articles about the alex jones defamation trial mm-hmm. where it's like this is a terrible case for all of us showing that You will actually be held responsible for the accusations you make on your podcast, and (laughs) I don't feel safe anymore.
3: (laughs) This unbridled attack on free speech must be stopped (laughs) at all costs. (laughs)
1: Yeah. What did did Alex Jones do? He got kicked off of SNL for something he said on a podcast, right? Is that him?
0: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Oh man! Speaking of uh, SNL, have either of you guys seen that? uh, What's his name? It's a uh, maybe Jake or something. That that an option? Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy that's trying to get on SNL by being the like most cringy lib imaginable. Mm,
1: Yeah. He's
0: like, what if Hamilton's rapping was somehow worse? (laughs) It's
1: it's (laughs) the SNL soy rapper, I believe.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Jake Novak, I think, is his name, which I only know. That's what his name is, yeah, yeah. I only know because one person in our Discord just sends a picture of him anytime anyone mentions guns (laughs) in our Discord. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out, Squid. Um, But uh, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about him again earlier today. I don't remember what it was, but someone said something, and I just like all I could think was just like Uncle Sam's holding a bad gun. (laughs) uh, (laughs) yeah. The riff that he hits on that one in particular is, uh, for those of you listening at home, his uh, his rap about gun control that he sure. did. I think it was probably after the uh, the Uvalde shooting, where
3: yeah, it was a response to that. Which uh, yeah. not the time to rap,
0: um, if you ask me. Yeah, uh, but the uh, it's also very funny too. After that rap in particular, go like, boy, we sure need more police action about mass shootings. <laughs> like, sure all right, Jake. <laughs> but um, you really took all, right, all the right lessons from that one. <laughs> Yeah, he, like, halfway through it in the middle of rapping, just, like, hits, like, an actual vocal riff uh, that is, I'm not going to try to replicate it. My voice is too tired today. Uh, but he just sings, children dying in the streets, can you tell me why? And I just, I wonder how many takes it took him to get that right, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> looking at them all like, yeah, we should upload this. Hit send. That, that's that got to be, uh,
3: I, it's, it's one of those things where I, I really wish I had, like, uh, whatever um missing uh like like uh the shame these people have like like these yeah. really cringy people <laughs> that upload like all this like him and like randy rainbow and i'm trying to think of like another guy but
0: oh um yeah, let me think of someone else. i yeah but that ilk
3: yeah i i really wish that i had the, the lack of shame that they have uh because it it stops me from posting some things and i guess they just don't have that they they just post it regardless and I'm like yeah that was fucking fire
1: uh, see whenever i'm like manic i i get i get it like i don't experience that shame when i'm manic it's so freeing let me tell you
0: <laughs> yeah. look the art that you draw when you're manic it's great i'm a big fan the
1: problem is is that i come down from it and then i'm like oh what the fuck was all of that about
0: yeah. and that's the yeah. biggest
1: issue with being bipolar honestly
0: yeah, but yeah, if I lacked if I lacked the shame in the same way that these guys do, like, I think I would probably be like, I would have a little kingdom somewhere in America by this point. Like, I would have established a fiefdom. Mm. Uh, That's...
1: You'd have a cult.
0: Yeah, I would have a cult. You yeah. don't
1: have to put this nicely. I think you'd have a cult.
0: Yeah. I'd be wearing a white robe somewhere. Uh,
1: uh, like, a
0: man from the CIA would show what, up What, once what a kind
1: of and... white robe, Matt?
0: Um, Oh, no, hang on now. Not that... <laughs> I made yeah. the same mistake in the car ride with Izzy. <laughs> Izzy got me on this one too. I don't know what it is with me accidentally incriminating myself with KKK connections, like saying like, "Yeah, I'd love to wear white robes," and Izzy just went like, "Yeah,
2: point at like that the maybe." Like,
0: no, 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 no. Uh, you know, not. It wouldn't be so. And
1: that's why Matt uses Zencaster in my.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zencast official app. Of the clan. Um, so it's only
3: only released on audio. So, you don't have to see what's going on right now.
0: Yeah, you can't see the uh, the terrible, terrible outfits I'm wearing. I, like Justin yeah. Trudeau, every single time we record, I'm in a different caricature. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, anyway, no, it, someone from the CIA would show up once a week, give me like a briefcase full of money and drugs, and just be like, yeah, just you know, in good faith." and then head off and I'd be like, well,
1: like if you like Sada shotguns and like, yeah, weirder shit than just jewels.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I'd, I'd get, yeah, I'd have precious rubies as well that I would use to uh, entice my followers uh, <laughs> deeper into the caverns. Um, <laughs> and awaiting in the bottom would be, uh, I don't know, maybe a large crocodile of some sort. Uh,
1: okay.
0: An albino crocodile, of course, because it had the little no, pink eyes. It's got to be white, right? Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. no, hang on now. <laughs> uh, no, because that makes it more evil to be clear Um, sure man (laughs) okay whatever helps you sleep sounds
3: like you're establishing establishing like a like an
0: ethno state or something (laughs) yeah yeah, and i'd give everybody ranks based around the crocodile like i'd be grand dragon or something no hang on hold on hold
1: Um, on bring it back workshop
0: it anyway fortunately i have shame and also i'm not racist so i wouldn't do this um that's what they all say yeah but could you imagine how powerful Shameless Matthew would be.
1: <laughs> shameless, racist Matthew. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: How powerful and racist I would be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, uh, Roseanne, like all her crazy tweets. She's just like, yeah, sorry, I was on Ambien. I know I've said this before and other people have too, but it's so funny for that to be your excuse. It's like, yeah. Ambien doesn't make you racist. Like That's nah. not like one of its side effects. <laughs> just
1: <laughs> Listed on the back of the bottle.
0: <laughs> Side effects. <laughs> racism. Like, well, hmm. what does this mean? Like, well, you know, just don't log on to Twitter after taking it. You know, just Do you log have on. any sort
1: of, like, public sort of, like, are you any sort of public fit? Yes? Okay. Hmm. Well. <laughs> Maybe
0: we shouldn't give you this one. I can't believe they gave Kramer Ambien before he went to the last. <laughs> <episode>. <laughs>
3: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys, I was I was wrecked on Ambien, <laughs> <laughs> which, which everyone I've ever seen on Ambien is always screaming racial epithets. <laughs> <at somebody. laughs>
0: yeah, that's what you look like when you're on Ambien. You scream yeah. all the. You're running around. Yeah. Mel Gibson, little known fact, Yelling. that famous yep. the famous body cam footage. Yeah. Uh, yep. he was on Ambien actually. <laughs> um, I I it, actually heard that the the cops planted the Ambien on him. <laughs> it's even funny yeah they planted the ambient on him and made him racist and then started recording yeah
1: Um, that's the lesser uh, known uh uh, psyop (laughs) is they were just trying to make everyone slightly more racist so instead of like LSD right. they were using Ambien
2: <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> prisoners um, unknowingly given Ambien and that's how the uh, Aryan nation Aryan Brotherhood started <laughs> um, it's like it's like
3: that uh, that that, uh, that scene from A Clockwork Orange but uh, instead of like LSD or whatever they're dropping in his eyes it's like just they, they force feed him Ambien and,
0: and show him horrible images <laughs> show him like old Mickey Mouse cartoons yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they just show him "Song of I the South." I don't want to watch "Song of the South" again. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, hmm. I was going somewhere with this. I don't remember what I. I don't remember where this train of thought started.
1: Uh, <laughs> there's no telling.
0: There's no telling, but who knows?
1: So this week we watched "Last Action Hero," which I'm sure is fresh on all of our minds. Right? Yeah,
0: I'm. Yeah, I'm sure that you guys, like me, didn't just. Assume that you would remember the video and not watch it again.
1: I would never uh, do such a thing.
0: Michael, well, guess, how about you? I'm sure you also rewatched this video. <laughs> there was so like, much content. <laughs> yeah.
3: Once something's in there, it uh, never gets out.
0: Here, hang on. I'm gonna just take a guess at this how this one went, just to okay. show you how well I remember this thing that I watched right before we recorded. Uh, Doug says something annoying at some point. He misses mm-hmm. fairly obvious joke that the movie is making at its he own does, expense. Does he does? Uh and probably screams a little bit.
1: There's not too too much screaming. You missed uh oh, actually on the bingo card the Sonic says segment. Oh,
0: how could I forget the
1: Sonic yeah. says? So the the so Sonic if you says heard...
3: weird accusation of pedophilia out I don't know where. Mhm. Yeah. It's because an old song. man talks to a kid and like not even in a weird way really
0: yeah and i guess mm. after the beginning of this episode i can't really judge him for that one but still uh <laughs> <laughs> um
1: uh he does indeed miss what the movie is trying to do and gets angry at it
0: yeah so last the Action thing Hero, it's doing. yeah for those of you listening along at home who weren't familiar uh unlike myself of course as mm-hmm. a i'm a an honored scholar of last action hero, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and some kid. Uh, it's it's like a parody of every action movie ever, and it's it doesn't look like it's particularly good at doing that. No, it's like, not a
3: good movie at all.
0: Yeah, but like Doug seems seen. to be missing that it's a parody, where he's like, "Well, that's just silly.
1: Why would yeah, that happen in like this movie?" it's like a kid gets transported into like movie world, basically.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. And then he, it's a buddy cop comedy. With him and Arnold Schwarzenegger. But around them is like other movie tropes happening. And the whole time, uh, Doug is like, it's so schlocky. There's so many movie tropes (laughs) happening.
0: Yeah. (laughs) like
1: Wow. Wow. Got him,
0: Doug.
3: Yeah. And let's be clear, like. It being some kind of satirical statement or something like that doesn't make it a good movie at all. But that's not what you criticize it
2: for. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, Doug's going like, look, it's almost like this movie's trying to make a broader point about what it's doing here. Uh, Why is there a
3: cartoon cat in this movie? Well, it's because it's a fucking joke, man. (laughs) He's
1: literally like, it's like it's a parody, and then stares into the camera blankly, waiting for us to respond.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I like the comments that were, like, theorizing that this was Doug, like, playing 4D chess by not understanding the jokes that the movie was saying as the joke in his own review, which Mm -hmm. I think that's being a little too charitable to him. I think he just kind of half watched the movie, didn't pay much attention, and then um, just made a review, which, to be clear, I would never do. I would never Mm -hmm. half pay attention to something and then try to remember it while I talk about it.
1: Yeah, never. Would (laughs) never, have never. No, I agree that the people in the comments being like, "This is actually genius what Doug's doing here are giving him so much more credit than he deserves. They're literally doing the Trump thing,
0: yeah, it's like the it's like the people who are like theorizing that the series finale of Sherlock was fake. They're like, "Well, it couldn't have been that bad. This was fake, and the real finale will be airing next week, and then, yeah, it didn't. It was just another show, and they're all like, "Oh, oh no, this is the real show. Oh boy, um."
3: Yeah, I, I think that's uh. So this is something that I've said about QAnon, which Jillian kind of already brought up. Uh, but but it's basically like a creative writing project of everybody who's engaging with like a piece of mm-hmm. media, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they they attribute way too much genius to somebody who's probably just like of middling intelligence and and uh, maybe just making bad points, Um, but (laughs) um, they they attribute like way too much meaning to it in, in such a way that it's like, well, you know, I like this guy and he's smart, so there's no way he could do something dumb. He's obviously just like so smart beyond all of us. That uh, what he's he's doing is commenting in such a way that's going to trigger all of us and the like, uh, I don't know, reacting to it in some mm-hmm. way or another. And and uh, he's going to he's going to feed off of that reaction because he's just
0: so fucking smart. Um, and that's that that's not who Doug is at all.
3: Uh,
2: yeah.
0: Or Trump on some level, though, I do think Trump, in some ways, he was very good at working crowds, right? <laughs> He does know how uh, to work a crowd for sure. Yeah, yeah but I but don't think that extends to the entire nation. I mean, yeah. one of my all-time favorite things that I, like posts that I've seen was uh, I think it was like January seventh, twenty twenty-one. Someone just posted to QAnon. They're like, guys, I don't think it was forward chess a uh, forty chess. I think he's just <laughs> and you know uh, r-worded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> which was uh, really <laughs> just the idea of a guy like after January sixth going like, hmm.
1: I may have backed the Ray wrong horse yeah. on
0: this one. <laughs>
1: Hold on, well,
3: guys. <laughs> I, I mean, the, so so like what what happened with with Trump so much was was all this rewriting of everything, right? Where, um, everybody would would kind of you know take a guess as to what Trump was doing, and then he'd do something completely different because he's got like ants in his head, and and they just kind of <laughs> depending depending on which way they feel like going that day, that's that's where he goes. Uh, and then they would have to rewrite the narrative to be like oh we thought he was doing this but he's actually outsmarted us yet again and that's that's what's really kind of funny about it, it was all these people who think that they're geniuses that are on the trail of what trump's doing <laughs> are also admitting to themselves like no i'm a fucking idiot i, I trump has outsmarted even me and uh, <laughs> but here's my next guess yeah. as to what he's gonna do
1: it's just it's easier for them to admit that they're stupid than that they're backing the yeah. wrong person
0: yeah these people think that they're like following the serial killer from seven and he's like leaving these like elaborate meaningful clues trump's just like yosemite sam just running down the streets gunning people (laughs) down and they're like what's he trying to tell us here
1: Uh, (laughs) it's literally like writing a sophomore year english paper where you're like trying to come up with some reason that anything in the book is the way it is. So you're doing like color analysis and yeah, like yeah,
0: and you're somehow like missing the the very blatant symbolism and just inventing things. like, well, new in Great
1: Gatsby, I think that the color pink has a lot of symbolism because of and it's very <laughs> specific things. You're just missing the light the whole you time. It just
0: misses the green light at the <laughs>
1: yeah. end. Yeah. <of> <laughs> Unlike any other color, which means nothing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> As we all know, F. Scott Fitzgerald loved the color pink and only wrote about that i I can't Mm -hmm. think of one other color that shows up did uh did
3: either of you watch
0: the tv show lost yeah actually guilty pleasure of mine i'll admit so Mm -hmm. this
3: is uh this is like probably one of the first things where this really happens with media in like a a grand scale sort of way where you know lost has like an okay first season kind of an interesting premise and setup and then this is around the time where you know internet forums are starting to get big and and you have all these people who are starting to develop theories online about uh you know where the show's going to go what this mystery is and that sort of thing and um uh, This actually influences the writing team. So people are like accidentally write because they're influencing the writing team. And then, you know, at the very end, uh, the the January 6th of Lost, which is the final episode, everyone's (laughs) like,
0: what the fuck? Oh, God damn it. (laughs) We're going to go to the executive's offices. We're going to show them what we really think. All right, everybody. (laughs) jj <laughs> abrams standing outside of like the studio where they film we love you you're all very special it's time to go
3: home now <laughs>
1: um,
3: turns out it was a dream or we're dead or something
0: i don't know that's what <laughs> I'm entirely
1: sure from everything i've seen about like the writers of lost talking about it that's like literally they their entire idea was to just come up with mysteries but they never solved any of them well, like yeah, they never crazy. had any answers whenever they came up with the mystery
0: yeah, that's the J.J. Abrams problem, is he calls yeah. it the mystery the box. mystery box. He's like, the yes. mystery is more important than the reveal. And if you've watched any J.J. Abrams movie, you know that that's not true, because the endings, you always go, oh, huh. okay, wow, I was really hoping I, it'd be I something guess, interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, the mystery is more important than the reveal when the mystery is the only interesting part, and the reveal sucks.
0: Yeah, the mystery is more important than the reveal until the reveal happens, and then... The reveal's a little important. Like, you obvi- you shouldn't build a mystery around, like, the twist. But mm-hmm. you also shouldn't build up a mystery and then just not even bother to put in a reveal at all. Or just go like, yeah, actually, uh, the laziest theory was right. Uh, they're all dead. Sorry. Bye. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Thanks the, the, for eight years of your life. Goodbye. Uh,
1: the theory that people have had since episode one was right. Bye. Yeah. I Kevin do had. like
0: the... Uh, um. I mean, he did the same thing with Star Wars, right? Like... I'm not going to be like a big sequel. I'm not going to be a Star Wars defender in general. My love of these movies is completely irrational. And no matter how many times Star Wars hurts me, I will always watch the new trash if they pile in front of me. But, you know, J.J. Abrams, who wrote and directed the first movie, uh, famously did not have a plan for where he wanted the rest of the trilogy to go. And so he just sort of like handed it off to Ryan Johnson. I was like, yeah, there you go. Come up with something. Have fun. Uh, and when ryan johnson came up with something and everybody hated it they went oh, oh no okay give us back the movies we're going to change them back to the first episode nothing changed <laughs> uh, the, the rise of skywalkers here we have saved star wars uh bringing you know, back the old villain yeah yeah the old <laughs> villain who fucking explodes at the end of it's the look you know what? You can bring Darth Maul back because he doesn't explode in a fireball when he falls <laughs> down the big shaft. I could yeah. he could. He, there's no way he could have survived. But you can just like say I ah, protects himself with the force. And Darth Sidious like, explodes. Okay. It's well, I mean, I'm getting not, not unreasonably to... angry about the rise of Skywalker again. <laughs> so I'm going to stop.
3: But not, not to defend the rise of Skywalker, but but they do explain it away with clones. Right. It's all yeah. just
0: clones. <laughs> yeah, they just have clone <laughs> tanks They're like, oh. What yeah. an original place for Star Wars to go. All right. I'm so glad that it's back to clones. <laughs> how That's do like we explain a way that clones. we killed
3: this guy? Well, there's actually a thousand of them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like of
3: the we only activate one at a time though, otherwise it'd be like There's a
1: big red a button in the Star yeah. Wars rioting room that just says clones. And when they don't <laughs> they know what to do, they just it. slam it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like how all the clones also look like exactly as old and scarred and deformed as like Palpatine did. And it's like, what? If I was cloning myself and I was an old guy whose face looked like melted goo, You'd
1: I would probably adjustments.
0: Yeah. I'd, or yeah. at least I'd like set it to like put me out at 25 where I was like, I had a reasonable chance of looking good again. Um, you know, but for some reason, he's like, no, nah, I want to be I want to be 900 years old forever.
3: You should have gone back to those Darth Plagueis days or whatever, you know yeah
1: it's the the end of the prestige and it zooms out and it's just tanks full of.
0: (laughs) and everybody's like wow i don't really understand what the the twist at the end of that movie meant but it was kind of cool i guess like (laughs)
1: sure sure
0: Uh, (laughs) anyway the point is it's almost like you have to plan your works of fiction if you're going to write them out you know um like you can't if it's a TV show, you can't do the Stephen King thing where you write a novel, which is like just do a bunch of cocaine and be like, yeah, I'm always surprised where the novel takes me well, I think it's <laughs> on drugs.
3: Well, I think I think part of it uh, kind of is because, you know, a show like Lost doesn't know if it's going to be successful for more than one season. Yeah. So you kind of mm-hmm. have to write the, the ending on that first season just in case that's the way it goes. And then uh, when it turns out they actually had to extend it for seven more unplanned seasons, you just like, I guess we're, uh, I don't know, the the big guy and the bald, angry guy are fighting again. Because um, <laughs> uh, one of them's
0: chill and one of them's not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one of them's mean and the other's nice. Uh, and. Some of them are named after philosophers, but not all of them. Ooh, I bet that means something. Nope. Nope. It doesn't mean anything.
2: Uh, this
3: also, it's also happened in Breaking Bad, I think, to a certain degree, where, you know, like the first three seasons are really solid. And then like, what was there? There were six seasons total, right? Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever I think... the, the whatever the total number is, there was a couple of seasons where it was just kind of like a cycle of like the same thing over and over again. And then uh, and then the last season was, of course, good, because that's like how it should have ended uh, yeah. a couple of seasons ago, you know. But
1: yeah, I yeah. love a show that knows like how to end and it doesn't yeah. just drag itself along with like.
0: Yeah. Breaking Bad, I think its other problem was that the writers sort of they fell prone to something that the writers of The Sopranos actually really were good at avoiding, which is to say that especially in like the last season, they start going like, wow, Walter White's pretty cool right? Like, the scene where, like, he has, like, 13 people murdered in the span of five minutes in prison or whatever, like, it's a cool scene where you're like, wow, you would have to be really smart to pull that off, or where he somehow just, like, makes a, I don't know, like, a little gun turret pop out of a car and kill everyone in a building except for himself. Like, I don't know, the writers seem to buy into their own hype in a way that it's not healthy for writers of a show to do.
3: Brian Cranston is not only cool, he's sexy as
0: fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that the, uh, the 10 minute scene of full frontal nudity of Walter White was a little bit, a little bit, a little bit self, uh, self-serving. I'm not sure what was going on there, but I don't know. I'm not complaining. Uh,
3: <laughs> it's called a dad bod and, uh, people are into it now.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. And then the Sopranos, They did a good job of avoiding that, which is to say that the writers, by the end of it, just hate the audience and just bash you over the head. Like, no, he's a bad person. You're not supposed to like him. How many more people does he have to kill before you get this point? It's
1: (laughs) It's the classic problem with any sort of like good guy, bad guy dilemma, where eventually the bad guy beats the good guy so many times that you're like, maybe I should be rooting for him.
0: Yeah. Ooh. I mean, especially with, like, a performer as charismatic as James Gandolfini, yeah. too. Like, you want to like him every time he's on st- on screen, which they use well, because it does make the good point where it's like, ah, sometimes charismatic people are bad, actually. Um, Name one. <laughs> uh, wait, hang on. Uh, me. There we
1: go.
0: Uh, <laughs> and I'm doing myself some favors here by saying I'm charismatic, but... Yeah. I'm hoping that we've got something. You're sort I, of I dark charisma. Yeah. Ooh, I have the dark charisma. Uh, <laughs> maybe I'm a dark triad female. Maybe that's, like, my real <laughs> identity out there. <laughs> I don't
2: that's remember your what dark game?
0: triad is. I Black-pilled
3: and femcilled. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It'd be really funny for me to just uh, start calling myself a femcell. cell uh, yeah. like, No, no, he him, but I am a femcell. cell uh, just to be clear.
1: He, him, uh, fem cells, we exist. <laughs> that is
0: the most psychotic corner of the internet. I'm sure they're out there somewhere. And let me tell you, if I didn't have the shame that I do, if I was as shameless as someone like Randy Rainbow, I would be the king of the he, him, fem cells right now. That, that would be your cult. That's, <laughs> going, that's what back you're to our, going back to our discussion of true detective. I'm almost certain that the leader of the he, him, fem cells is just the yellow king. Like sacrificing people so, in the middle of the Louisiana Bayou, uh, <laughs> but <laughs>
3: I, I I gotta I gotta say like you're you're talking about making a cult and uh, you're 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 putting a little bit of Jim Jones in this cult with the the sacrificing of people thing, and uh you might not find a lot of people that can uh, actually build a uh, a sacrificial yeah. <laughs>
0: pit uh
3: in the, in the he him fem cell community. <laughs> I
0: don't know, I That's think that true. a group of a group of twinks who spend uh, six to twelve hours a day on the internet. I'm I bet Yeah, I bet I just all high on Benadryl. I bet I could get them to do something <laughs> later. Um, I do sacrifice like,
1: them yeah. to the Hat Man.
0: Yeah, I hope that this podcast ends up like the Jim Jones tapes, where I'm just like clearly high on something, muttering to myself about how they're trying to get me.
1: It um, is sad that we missed a we missed a cold medicine episode.
0: Oh, dude. Yeah, the, we're halfway through. I think I just, for maybe, what felt to me, it like, ten minutes, you. I just stare at you guys silently. I did not yeah. say a word. I don't know how long it was, actually. It
1: but, wasn't that long, but you were in the middle of a sentence when it happened. Yeah,
0: and I just suddenly go, like, ooh. <laughs> Stared forward. Um, man, yeah, there were some all-timer moments in that, between my... Uh, Allergy medicine, cough syrup induced dissociation. Uh, I'm sure we did some other fun things on there. Frankly, mm. the episode's a bit of a blur uh, for reasons unrelated to the allergy medicine.
3: Yeah, I uh, I got I got to come clean. I, I was pretty fucking drunk when we recorded that.
2: So.
0: <laughs> oh, we could tell. <laughs> it was a grand old time. I, I'm it sure was a great even, time. Even if the audio hadn't been ruined, I'm sure it would have been unlistenable to everyone well, else. That's, that's why all my words the came out at list. once.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's actually how it happened. Me and Matt were just so high that we were able to like parse it out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah we were just like, we'd somehow gained access to like another level of space time. So we could like sort through your messages in uh, real time, like, five minutes <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the, our uh, time. <laughs> <laughs> the, the anti-drug PSA from like the nineties, which just two people right. like saying nothing to each other. It's like sound crazy. To them, they make total sense. Uh, that's yeah, that's man. what it's the episode. Called drugs. Is. Yeah, it's,
1: it's also like
0: yeah, it's d- fucking awesome high, by man. the way. Yeah, try it's great. It <laughs> <laughs> it
1: Why are you making this sound like a bad thing? I would kill to have anything have that much meaning ever.
0: Yeah, it is crazy how much like every single anti-drug PSA in the world just falls if you go like that. They look cool though, uh, and they're yeah. like, well, uh, th- they aren't. You shouldn't.
1: It's like the one of the guy laughing while he buys like a bunch of surfboarding monkeys
0: off yeah. of,
1: like ZDC. It's like I want that kind of joy in my life. Yeah, sure, if
0: I could ever yeah. feel that level of happiness. Yeah. I mean,
1: great. I'll do whatever drug he's doing. That's fine.
2: <laughs> it's crack. Yeah. So you know good. good for him.
0: I'm glad. <laughs> um I oops, hang on. I didn't mean to oh.
1: Why is yeah. there an evil
0: eye over you? Evil eye appeared over me accidentally. I'm not sure how I did that. I was trying to close out the emoji screen. I think I clicked on it. Um We listeners, we've never used Skype before. No. Uh, I have no idea how long this recording's been going because it's uh, only telling us minutes. how long Well, that's how long the call's been going.
1: No, that's 24 Uh, minutes. There's two different numbers on my screen.
0: All right. It's only giving me the one, so I'm just going to trust you. We're going to keep going until you force us into it. It's about
1: five minutes shorter than that.
0: Okay, yeah. Until you, like those brave passengers aboard that flight on that fateful day, force the plane down to prevent us from crashing into something. We're just going to keep going. Um. (laughs)
3: Let's roll, um, brother. Let's have I told roll. you
1: about the time that my cousin asked me if I wanted to play, like, 9-11 with our dolls?
0: Your cousin might just I, rock. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: that she rolls. had, like... It was either a Barbie or, like, a Polly Pocket airplane. So we'd, like, crash into the towers and have, like, Barbies <laughs> fall out of it and stuff.
2: Yeah, that's we had the Barbie rough.
1: falling, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> was your cousin Eamon uh, Al-Zawahiri? <laughs>
0: my cousin, a Saudi prince, asked me if I wanted to play 9-11. She was
1: uh, really popular on, like, straight TikTok for a while, so I won't dox her, but... Oh,
0: really? Yes. That rocks. Um,
1: Shout-out TikTok, cousin.
0: No, Shout-out to TikTok, cousin. I hope you're out there still doing it. That would be the funniest way for, like, an arc like that to end, is you just, like, post footage of 9-11 and go, LOL, and just lose <laughs> your following. Um,
1: the following yeah. game from doing, like, nail and makeup
0: stuff yeah the, <laughs> 9-11 yeah.
3: inspired nails <laughs> yeah.
1: in black light it's after the first tower Ooh. went down
0: Ooh. um i'd love to release like just be a makeup youtuber and then release a palette and it's all just like things about 9-11 is the names of all the colors <laughs> like, it's called like thermite you know Pie it's jacker.
1: like
0: the, the melting temperature of steel beams uh and everybody's just saying, "Hey, what's was this supposed to look like this?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I planned."
1: It's actually um, dual palettes.
0: Yeah, a <laughs> <laughs> second brush has hit the palettes. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, does anything else happen in this video? I don't think so.
1: Not really. I'll
0: do it right now. It's a pretty it tame a Doug, cat, uh, yeah. Doug video, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I don't know why I chose to have us talk about it again. We spent. Almost Respect. no time discussing it yeah. the first time. <laughs> we've done that yet again. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's holding to the tradition. We, uh, you know, we discussed Doug for three minutes with the guest off the top and then mm-hmm. everything else, anything else other than Doug. But uh, everybody, the Patreon episode, we've got a banger lined up for you. Very exciting. Oh, if, you know, uh, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A series of quick pops more than a banger, actually. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: Learn, learn how to identify a banger from a pop.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
3: is,
1: that, is that a banger? Do you hear that? Sir, do you mean a, a shooting? Do you mean there's a mass shooting happening in this building?
0: No, 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 a banger. Sit down next to a guy on a park bench and go, hey, hey. And then I hit him with a banger. Hey, you. buddy. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: hey, guy.
2: <laughs>
0: um. Let's see. Sorry,
3: I'm I, uh, just really into this book. It's a uh, it's a book called uh, <laughs> 12 Rules for Life. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's like that's it. how that
3: moment could have been avoided. Uh that that gentleman on the bench could have shown him 12 Rules for the, uh, the 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 other guy uh 12 <laughs> Rules for Life and uh, he would have stood up straight and
0: maybe not uh, gone on a mass shooting. Yeah, he would have been like, "My god, what am I doing? All the people I'm about to shoot are white. I need to go somewhere else." <laughs> oh, <geez>. Uh <laughs>
1: Um, Okay, it was
0: a joke at the expense of Jordan Peterson. To be clear, I'm not on his side.
1: Uh, I found a comment that has kind of a plot twist halfway through. The villain's plan with this ticket is actually pretty freaking awesome. I actually use this in my fan fictions. (laughs) Do they mean fan fictions in general or fan fictions about the last action hero?
0: I imagine fan fictions in general, which is somehow even funnier than the idea of writing a last action hero fan fiction.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Let's find out if it exists. I'm, I'm just sure. Go to eo 3 Yeah.
0: All right. Um, well, in the meantime, speaking of bangers, uh, I'll read yeah, the tweet I, I, po- I posted last night in a haze. <laughs> okay. um,
3: Reading your own tweets—that's that's
0: yeah. Awesome. No, well, Go I ahead. just more important than the tweet itself. I want to explain the mindset I was in when I wrote it and what I said to my brother Michael. Um, you were on a, you were on Ambient again. Yeah, I was on Ambient, So yeah, the tweet. <laughs> uh, oh, hang on, I can't read those words. Uh, no, so I said, falling over after running into an FBI agent on my way to school, he picks up my books and I pick up his illegally modified AR-15. We blush and hand each other our proper items and carry on with our days. But when I see the news, I will always wonder what could have been. Um, anyway, I at midnight last night, I showed this to my twin brother, Michael. I'm like, what do you think of this tweet? Does the joke come through all right? And he was like, oh, OK, so you're not. Worried that this might be too much, you're worried if the joke is clear enough. I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah." He goes, well, if that's your only concern, then yeah, it's fine. You're good. You can post it. Um. Anyway,
1: I'm trying. So I found I found Last Action Hero fan fiction.
0: How's it looking? Oh no. Anything Um, Anything interesting going on? So
1: so Slater is like an old man on his deathbed.
0: Mm -hmm. Danny has
1: a girlfriend named Nicole.
0: Hmm. Um. Wait, Nicole might actually he show up in the movie. for and their turn blessing
1: around. to to marry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and then I tell know, me, Danny, Nicola Jack insisted. Tell me straight, Danny, the grosses finally went too down too far on my movie, didn't they? They did, Jack. <laughs> Jack Slater 7 didn't even break even at the box office. Even though you got the bad guy, it put you in the hospital at the end of the movie.
0: <laughs> okay, this has to so, be a So he
1: dies because there's no studio willing to touch his name because all of his movies have been flops. <laughs> that kind of
2: rocks. tragic. Surgery. I
0: mean, you know, it's like the, the meme of the people standing over like the hospital bed was like, I told you you couldn't handle they them pussy, but like... <laughs> I told you you couldn't handle starring in The Last Action Hero.
1: <laughs> this one has, like, three chapters. That's a lot going on. That's too much time to
0: dedicate to a... Uh, um, well, it's too much time to dedicate to any fanfiction, frankly. I'm not anti-fanfiction, but I am anti-putting any amount of work or effort into your fan fiction. Uh, I
3: think it's okay to be anti-fanfiction. Just yeah, a
0: little
3: well, bit. Come up with your own I, there thoughts. There
1: was this... There was this girl I went to high school with that wrote fan fiction, like, about my group of friends and wanting to kill us.
0: Okay, well, I think they call those death threats. Well, um,
1: yeah, but they were, like, posted on AO3 and, like, had weird fan fiction tropes. It was very bizarre. Very we just strange. did it, We just ignored it for the most part.
0: I mean, from the fact that we're talking to you right now, I guess it turned out okay for you.
2: Uh, yeah. yeah.
1: I don't Stayed know in I the what she's up fiction. to now. I don't know what she's up to now. She was a she was a journalism major, last I heard.
0: No, mm, oh, that checks out. Uh,
1: but there I'm not was sure one, what I meant by
0: that.
2: But <laughs> there was
1: one <laughs> called like the student body that was very clearly about killing one of my friend's older sisters. Mm. It was very bizarre.
2: It's
0: very weird that people went through phases like that in high school. Like that every high school I had a person who was like, oh yeah, this person wanted to become a mass shooter. Anyway, they grew out of it. Uh, like, yeah. what? okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: cool. you know i mean i was a libertarian for a little bit but i guess to each their own um
1: <laughs> what's the difference
0: yeah <laughs> ooh, no. um yeah, thin it, line yeah i was gonna say oh. um, it's a part thin of what,
3: libertarian line
0: it's part of what made me go hey maybe i don't want to be with these people was when uh you know whenever anything like a adjacent to a protest happened they were all like i hope i can shoot someone today i was like hmm. yeah. something tells me that these people don't actually care about liberty and are in fact just racist
2: hmm.
0: um couldn't be the case yeah <clears throat> impossible <laughs> much like jordan peterson i mean if someone says that they don't hold a bias clearly they don't
1: that's how it works
0: yeah uh by by the way
3: guys Uh. uh uh, some no, some more news uh, just released like a three hour video on Jordan Peterson. Uh, oh, it's actually good. pretty good if uh, if anybody wants to check that out. Um,
1: Jordan we, Peterson we is, about... is one of the two podcasts that my dad listens to. He listens to him and Ben Shapiro.
0: Brutal Jesus
2: brutal lineup.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The, the
2: I way. cut Somehow your ears off.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like the men with the two most annoying voices too. Like mm-hmm. they're not like. I'm trying to think of, they're not like Alex Jones, like Alex Jones, you know, folks, he's got that deep, gravelly, yeah. masculine yeah. voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's I more just, what I style myself off of, really. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as you all can tell by my masculine physique, and, uh, <laughs> just back every word I say just drips testosterone. Ignore my my thoughts about whether I might be a fem cell in the dark triad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just can't imagine, like in all seriousness, listening to like someone who sounds like Kermit the Frog talking about defending Western values.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, my yeah, dad has got... some
1: interesting beliefs, but we just ignore it for the most part. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> for the best.
1: <laughs> it really is.
3: But uh, yeah, no, I, I I highly recommend everybody check it out. It's it's a very deep dive into, uh, Jordan Peterson's wow. um, uh. The way he argues, like his rhetoric and how it's like really disingenuous, of course. Um, And we talked about this uh, on on our first recording that that is now lost to the to the either. Uh,
2: (laughs) But the uh, moralists
0: (laughs) Yeah. So my
3: my my podcast, the Benzo Rehab Dungeon, obviously, is a dig at Jordan Peterson's uh, worst moment in his life, probably, where. His daughter had to bring him to uh, uh, Russia or Ukraine, somewhere around that region. Um, I think they're the same country, go? personally. Um. <laughs> Sorry. Which, which way, it. though? Which way?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's all Ukraine, actually. It's all um. Ukraine. There you go. Um. Shouts out to the Azov Battalion, big, oh. big supporters of the cult that I would be having with my Dark yeah. Triad fem cells. Yeah. Um,
3: uh, but but this was before all that went uh, went goofy. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, his daughter brings him to to that region, and basically forces him to be put into a medically induced coma because he can't get off of Xanax. Um, <laughs> and Which that's as just... I
1: said, the pussy <laughs> addiction. It's the yeah, funniest right.
3: drug to get addicted to. Right. Uh, most people just kind of kick that. Uh, I don't know.
1: Most people don't even have to think about stopping doing it. They just right. stop doing it one day and they're like, Damn, what was that?
0: Yeah, one day you just realize you're not taking Xanax anymore and you go, Oh. Oh
1: shit.
0: Right. Did oh. I grow up? <laughs> yeah, I go oh, no. Yeah. Did I, I get a full time job
3: and now I can't be a fucking asshole taking Xanax
0: <laughs> all the time? <laughs> yeah, you stop taking Xanax the day that you like look down, and you're like, wait, there's a diploma in my hand. Oh, oh I'm, I graduated oh, high school. I turned 18.
1: <laughs> no need for yeah. this anymore.
0: Yeah
3: well goodbye um so yeah that's that's where the the name the benzo rehab dungeon comes from um and uh, also uh while it is Jordan Peterson's darkest moment of his life. it's also one of his funniest uh, <laughs> while while he's in a coma his his daughter is with a uh, a a self described Russian communist um I forget his real name, but he claims to be possessed by a demon named Igor. This is not something I'm making mm. up by the way. Uh, this is, this is something I that remember. Michaela Peterson has posted on her Instagram, uh, I, talking about this gentleman.
0: My fa the, the deeply electoral relationship, is it electoral? Is that how you describe something that is like the Greek play Electra? I know Oedipal of course would be Oedipus, but anyway, mm-hmm. um, oh. I don't remember the Greek play Electra. <laughs> no. Yeah. Electra is the one she falls in love with her dad. So it's mm-hmm. like the opposite of oh. Oedipus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: it's the daddy issues so. Oedipus.
0: I shouldn't have I shouldn't have doubted myself because now my attempt to sound smart and intellectual uh, has hideously backfired. And everyone realizes I don't know anything about this play, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what it's about. And I don't know. They just have a weird thing going on, like Jordan Peterson, like retweeting her bikini pics where she's like, I only eat meat and I look great. Yeah. And he like retweets him is like, she sure does. She no, sure I'm does like, look fucking great, doesn't <laughs> she? And she was also wasn't she like trying to kill? I, well, not actually. But I'm almost certain she was trying to kill him while he was in that coma. Cause it was like peak COVID, and she's like there's, going there's to Russian amount, clubs. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, there's there's a fair amount of elder abuse happening
3: here. Um, he he recently went on a a, a speaking tour, and uh, there was a very special guest speaker uh, that just happened to be Michaela Peterson, <laughs> who, <laughs> whose credentials are question mark, and why does
0: anybody care? Um,
1: her credentials are Jordan Peterson's my dad.
0: Her exactly. credentials are bikini um, picture. Here it is. Look,
3: oh
1: right. I only eat meat.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so, so she's a very uh, she's a very opportunistic person who is using uh, uh Jordan Peterson's clearly broken mind to advance her own career. Um but you know, a lot of fun stuff. We talk about this kind of stuff on the Benzo Rehab Dungeon sometimes. Yeah. Um mostly mostly we call it like the uh, the the fun corner of the uh the episode. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: Go check them out. I believe they have an Instagram, right? That's what y'all use. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Benzo Rehab Dungeon, or at Benzo Rehab Dungeon. And if you see them on Twitter,
1: no, you don't. Yeah.
3: Liar. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, not real. Um, I, 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 have a Twitter account just so nobody it's can not take. Not real.
1: The meds aren't working. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> I have a Twitter account just so nobody can make a Twitter account and claim they're me. <laughs> um, I. Uh...
0: So I, ju- I just watched Elvis earlier this week. Uh, and oh, I'm just, how was it, that? It was actually, well, I mean, look, if you like Boz Lerman, you're going to like Elvis. If you don't, oh boy, it does sure is Boz Lerman. Uh No, so uh, that's the one thing I will say. Like, it definitely whitewashes him and makes him seem slightly more progressive than he is, which, whatever, yeah. it's going to do that. I think it does a good job of showing that he was just a guy who was in mm-hmm. way over his head and was, like, financially abused. Anyway, that's what I was saying. I'm just imagining, a, a, you know, 40 years from now, Tom Hanks, who's still alive, will be playing Michaela Peterson in the Jordan <laughs> Peterson biopic. Uh, you know, it's like a post credit scene where it's like, you know, Michaela Peterson's financial abuse of Jordan Peterson was not revealed until after his death. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Elvis. Great film. Um, Austin Butler gives yeah. a shockingly good performance as Elvis. I will say that, even nice. if it... Uh, over, even if it makes him seem a little more progressive than he actually was, and uh, ignores him becoming a DEA officer so we can arrest hippies. Uh,
1: Once again, I think we pitched the better version of that movie, Matt. Yeah,
0: look, you know, look, the movie's only two and a half hours long. How are you going to fit all of that in there, right? Um, That's
1: the sequel right there. I
0: it does have, have a...
1: Yeah,
0: they do Elvis too. <laughs> this time it's personal. Um, Elvis too, Lost in New York. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, they do, they do have like one shot where he like opens up a briefcase and it's just full of guns and badges, and that's pretty much the closest thing you get to like uh. actually addressing the fact that he was deputized by like 30 different counties. They all just gave him guns and badges and they're like, hey, go Elvis, go go shoot some hippies for us.
1: Uh, if you'd like to follow the Doug Zone, you can do so on Instagram and Twitter at uh, cast. we oh, have TikTok on. at before the Doug we, Zone.
0: Before we enter plugs, sorry, I don't mean to bring the episode to a Yeah, you're halt. good. <clears throat> I have a question that I like to ask my guests. <laughs> and uh, earlier today, my hard copy of Dave McGowan's
2: oh. Program to Kill,
0: The Politics of Serial Murder, came in the mail. Uh, so I would once again like to discuss uh, Michael Deeb's of the Benzo Rehab Dungeon. Have you read Program to Kill by journalist Dave McGowan?
3: You may have noticed earlier I described myself as an illiterate podcaster. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I can't read at all, so I've never read any book, let alone that book. I will never (laughs) read Theory. Any of (laughs) it. Yeah. Uh, But no, I I haven't read that book. Um, I think I gave a spiel last time about, like, it's interesting to look in how people can be, you know, coerced into killing each other and stuff like that. Uh, But, yeah, yeah. I was in I was in the Marine Corps for a while, so I've already been programmed to kill. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You, uh,
0: <laughs> well, you read Programmed to Kill. I was programmed to kill. Right. Uh, exactly. We aren't the same. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. are not the same. Uh, sorry, I realized that I, I I forgot. I almost forgot my chance to flex my hard copy of Programmed to Kill. Uh, yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. Carry on with the plugs, Joe. Uh, Once again, if
1: you'd like to support us, us for three dollars a month, you can get a bonus episode every single Friday at patreon.com slash the zone where this week we will be discussing a how to survive a mass shooting video
0: we promise it's funnier than that sounds uh...
1: <laughs> i certainly <laughs> hope
2: so
0: <laughs> it sure was last time so we'll see if a we medium
3: can... amount of crying really really not much of it <laughs> <laughs> to be concerned about
0: and an astonishing amount of blood All right, yeah, Mm -hmm. so we should uh, bring this one in for a landing. I'm not even high this time, but I cannot remember our outro for it. Wait, no, uh, XOXO.
1: Gossip Doug.
0: There we go.